0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hfbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today.
1: Fulham don't come here with any sort of away form at all. Five defeats in their last six on the road. The only time they avoided defeat, the they gave away the two-goal lead of Burnley. Here's it will be now for Fulham. It will be. If there is one part of his game that isn't maybe up to where the rest of it is, it's his finishing. Pereira will take and saved. It was a pretty decent effort by Rodrigo Muniz and Anana, at full stretch kept it out. Casemiro, Dallo, urged to shoot. Oh, and he grazes the outside of the post. A worthy effort indeed from Diogo Dallo. Pereira, options right and left. Iwobi. Looking for Muniz, lovely first touch, and he's fired it against the frame of the Manchester United goal. So close to a sensational opener. Casemiro loses out to Lukic, who's up and running. And away from Casemiro, Andreas Pereira takes on the shots and draws the save from Anana. Full of yet again. Asking the questions, going so close. Ferrara drills it this time. And fired it by Bassi. A first Fulham goal for Calvin Bassi. And he's done it at Old Trafford. They have knocked. They have knocked. And they have found a way through. It's Ericsson's delivery. It's Maguire's header. And his reaction tells you the tale of that one, he's got to score, Bruno Fernandes, drills it, spilled oh, and behind the goal! on side, he's in a good position, he does what tell you, strikers to do, be alert, be ready. As soon as Lane spills this, he'll be really disappointed oh, with that, the goalkeeper. It right, right. be, And Fulham look to have stolen it at the death. Alex Iwobi stunning Old Trafford. And deep, deep into added time at the end of the game. It is Manchester United 1, Fulham 2.
0: You are listening to Bet MUFC here on the Soccer gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. You can follow the soccer gambling podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow BetMFC at BetMFC. That's at BetMFC. You can follow the sports gambling podcast network on X at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network and also at Gambling Podcast. That's at gambling Podcast. And finally, be sure to follow me on my other X account as well. That is at LockBettingX. That's at X. It's an important count to follow because not only do you get free players, you also get to see my profit and loss spreadsheets. Not many cappers are tracked and transparent. I am. Every single play that I put out to my clients over at LockBetting.com is posted on those spreadsheets. So if you scroll down, you can find them all. The latest month is always the pin tweet. That's the one at the top of the page at the moment. You can see January 2024. That will be replaced in the next week, just after the weekend, actually, with February 2024. The month of January was our 128th month in a row of transparent and track profit. And it was good for £3,094. So that's just short of $4,000 once converted if you have a look for our spreadsheets, you'll see that we sensibly manage a bank row making better and accessible for anybody. So if we lose a one unit play, if you do this research, and I encourage you to do the due diligence, you'll see we don't chase it with a two unit play. You won't find three unit or five unit or 10 unit or 20 unit plays on there. You won't find anything called a whale play, a max play, play of the day, week, year, century, none of that terminology. That's Monopoly money stuff for Monopoly money cappers who aren't really gambling and who aren't really winning, and who aren't transparent in any way. All of my spreadsheets are posted. As I said, you can scroll down the pin tweaks of previous month. You can scroll down for the rest, or simply head over to lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com, where they're all put in a more convenient location, and also where you can sign up for the service. If you have any further questions before you do, you can shoot me. Shoot, you can simply shoot me a DM at my X account. My DMs are open at X. That's at Lock Betting X. Speaking of things that are open, Man United's back door was open throughout this entire game against Fulham as we took another two steps backward with not only a defeat but a woeful performance at home against a team who have been consistently woeful away from home this season. No Hoyland no sure shouldn't have really made a significant difference against this team should have should be more relevant in this upcoming game against Nottingham Forest because that's a difficult place to go to I was worried about it I thought we would get through the weekend because of Fulham's away record but we haven't and now I'm deeply concerned for the upcoming FA Cup game against Nottingham Forest our last chance of winning a trophy this season And uh, we go into it off the back of an absolutely shocking performance against Fulham. Um, There really really isn't anything else I can add after what Paul Merson said, where Paul Merson, the pundit on Sky Sports, absolutely ripped into Manchester United, not only for for the performance, but also uh, ripped into Jim Ratcliffe for stating that Manchester United were looking to target Manchester City, claiming that we were a million miles off being anywhere near, which is obviously true, but it's not the kind of um, tirade that you expect a a pundit to go into and be so open and blunt when talking about how far away, and I'm talking a million miles away, that Manchester United actually are from catching up with Manchester City.
2: It's not just that, the world class, the players as well. Gillian Quid away. Honestly, I don't know where they're going to catch up. But he went. I want to take over Man City. Whoa! pull it in. Let's try and take over a couple of the others first. Do you know what I mean? You know, you're going like, I'm going to take Man City over. Just go right, bang, wait there a minute. You know, over the next couple of years, we've got to try and catch them and then we'll catch them. And in five or six or seven years, I mean, no chance. It's one of those, and we just seem to be talking about it most weeks here on Soccer Saturday. We think perhaps, and Chelsea have been in this camp as well, we think maybe they've turned the corner (coughs) and then you get a result like this and we're almost not quite back to square one. You know what? They've, they've all been polyfiller results. The last five, six weeks, been they've just been f- covering over the cracks. I mean, the West Ham, you know, they score last kick of the game against Wolverhampton Wanderers. You know, they get... They, they, they snatch and grab, really, at Villa. You know, last five minutes, they weren't better than Villa that day. You know, West Ham, they beat 3-0. That was never a 3-0 football match. You know, they're just covering over the cracks, and all of a sudden, they got found out again today. You know, by a, a Fulham team that... There's only Sheffield United have got more points, less points away from home this season, so it's not like they're serial away, away day winners who know how to play. It's away a fifteenth loss of the season in all competitions. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, United. and I know you know Jim Ratcliffe, you know, I know he's got, gone and put a lot of money in, but you then know, you hear him saying, "Oh, we got, you know, we got, we're looking for Man City." No, pull it in, pull it in, pull it in. You know, start pulling in Aston Villa and teams like that first. You know, they're a million, million, million miles away from Man United from you know it's getting to a stage now where you look at man united and it's like like it was when i was with england about 10 about 10 years ago when he used to say i ain't sure england will win a tournament win a competition in my lifetime and that's the way it is at man united at the moment with the league i just don't see it they're a million miles off a million miles i don't see it being anytime soon how many years is it now 14 15 13 yeah yeah. I mean, it's a long time. It's, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. just keep on going on. This, they need to go and get Ashworth. I'd rather pay 30 million for him than go out and buy a 30 million pound player because they need to start from somewhere. It's no good going, oh, I'll buy that 30 million pound player. He's in it international, he's this and that. They need to start from the bottom. They need to sit down this year and go, right, let's wipe the floor, let's get Ashworth, Ashworth in, get people that he wants in, and then we start. It's This is going to be very slow. This ain't going to be overnight. This is going to be very, very slow. I'd be shocked if they got anywhere near the when, league when, when you're saying slow, how many seasons are you, are you talking? I mean, it's very
0: difficult to predict. But you're,
2: uh, you're... I, 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 you, If Man United went and won the league in the next five years, whoever's the manager should get knighted should get knighted seriously should get knighted i mean if you manage that team and you can get that team to win the premier league over 38 football matches you know a cup ga- a cup competition yeah you know four or five games get lucky win a couple of games good draw you win a cup we've seen that but over 38 games absolutely no chance is that team going to win the going to win the league
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of pundits went for Man United this week. Um, Eric Ten Hag actually bit back when it came to one of them in relation to Jamie Carragher. But I do believe that Merson's verdict was the most damning one that we heard because nobody's really gone to that extent when it comes to hammering Manchester United. Obviously, some. Wrong statements there, some infactual statements when he couldn't recite how long it had been since United had actually won the league. It's been 11 years, but it's probably going to get to 13, 14, 15 anyway. So probably an irrelevant comment. And he's he's right about the rebuild. When you go through Manchester United, it's very very difficult to to see who you want to take, and it's most difficult because when you look at a couple of players in the team, maybe more. Um, but I'll use Diego Dallo and Scott McTominay as examples. These are players that you can clearly see are working very, very hard for Manchester United, but are they good enough for Man United? Harry Maguire tries hard, but is he good enough? Is Andre Inanna good enough to, to play in goal? Because he's given a lot of statements and given a lot of interviews where you you hear the way he conducts himself and think, yeah, that's a... That's a Manchester United player. He has a Manchester United mindset, at least. But it's not showing on the pitch. Then you have other issues where players like Marcus Rashford are massively underperforming. Um, You've seen the performances of Bruno Fernandes, clearly affected by the constant up and down continuum that Manchester United seem to be going through. And uh, that is obviously affecting his performances, obviously affecting his mental state on the pitch because he's a player who should be playing with a winning football team challenging for trophies he's a player who should be alongside Kevin De Bruyne in in the conversation so if Kevin De Bruyne is already at City winning things Bruno Fernandes deserves to be at a club that's challenging Manchester City as the second best The second best player in that De Bruyne position, which is the the 10 position. Bruno is the second best 10, at least on his day. But you wouldn't see that and you wouldn't get that from the way that he's playing, the results at the moment, stats of Bruno Fernandes. And I think he may be probably the most unfortunate person in all of this. And then you also look at Varane and Casemiro coming over from Real Madrid and having to deal with this. Also, you have to question them in terms of are their, are their legs still there? Are they the same players? Would Real Madrid sell us the same players? So many question marks across this squad. Who do you keep? Who's underperforming because of the situation and who just isn't good enough for Manchester United? It's just very, very difficult to to manage and to analyse. It really is. Um before we listen to what Eric Ten Hag had to say, let me take this quick pause here to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. And right now, SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus Sign up between now and the end of the month and five winners will receive an underdog hat, underdog shirt and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today using the promo code SGPN and then go to com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. That's com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win.
2: Speaking of, about working with the team, Eric, um, I don't know if you saw any of the Monday Night Football coverage last night, but Jamie Carragher was dissecting your team's out of possession performance and he was looking specifically at the phone game, and he said that from what he could work out you were trying to press high and also do a low block at the same time. I mean, when you
3: hear things like that, is that, is that a fair criticism of what you see unfold on the pitch? So, first of all, uh, so some analysts are very objective uh, in their comments, uh, very good advices, and some are very subjective. Uh, so, Jimmy Carrick is one of them, uh, from the first moment on he's criticised, now he wants to make his point and probably in the first half an hour yeah he had a point uh, where uh, fulham um in the midfield setup a little bit surprises and then we had to find the solutions and after half an hour we found the solutions and where we are i, I was not pleased with the performance in defending especially there over the left side how we did that pressing because they came out uh, especially in the first half an hour, several times over the left side can't happen. And that has to do everything with willingness and, uh, and spirit and, and passion. And uh, so, yeah, that was in the previous weeks was very good from this team. And therefore, we won football games. So, yeah, but I know football are not robots. Sometimes they have bad days. So, yeah, uh, but it can't be. It's unacceptable. And we have to do. Better tomorrow, but in the weeks before we have done very well. So, in terms of the goal Fulham scored, that was a moment of the pitch, the players having a bad time, rather than the strategy in terms of defending. The goal Fulham. Footage. Yeah, Fulham's winner, you know, when they broke yeah. them it's it can't happen eh, when they are have a throw-in in the corner. How we managed this as a team, eh, that was no good. Eh? Nicky.
1: Eric, um, you, you're not trying to throw younger players in, as we saw at the weekend with uh, Omari and Amad uh, Diallo came on late on in the game as well. I just wanted to ask you about Anthony and the situation. He's kind of dropped down the pecking order a little bit. Um, is that something between yourself and the player? Is he not being performing the way you want him to perform?
3: Um, and what's the situation going to be with him with the summer coming up also? Uh, f- first of all, is so I brought... Cobenmeno and everyone is questioning, eh? and now we are six weeks ahead and the same eh, who questioning are now telling he has to go in the England squad. Same same people, Carnaccio. Eh? Uh, eh? It's the truth. I brought Carnaccio. So what? What is the manager doing? What is uh, the staff doing? Eh? But uh, similar. They, they need time, and I think so. Omari came on, and. Uh, it's not easy to come in a game eh, because we didn't play our best game so the team then it's also for him not easy but he plays a reasonable game and I think he show abilities eh, he can be a player for the future and so they need some time but uh, they also have to to know in top football you don't get time you have to perform and when you uh, come in um, uh, you have to show it And but as a manager I know they, have to, they need the time, so that is the paradox, and I will give them the time, because uh, I believe in, in these players. And then the second question, yeah, Anthony, i backed him for a long time, and I know his abilities, and he has great abilities. He is, when he plays, how um, I know from the past, he is unstoppable. Huh? He is no defender, I think, can stop him, because he is one of the quickest players in the first 10 yards. So when he plays that game, huh, um, then he will perform. And I'm sure, I'm very confident he will do for the future. I know, I'm sure he is resilient. He is, he is a character um, and he will fight back. So uh, yeah, I back him in that place. And he has now to wait for his chance. And once he's there, he has to, to pick him. Over. Eric, with the cup game tomorrow and then with the derby at the end of the week, does this feel like quite a defining week in terms of how the season will, will be viewed at the end? I uh, so, so many and uh, there will be coming up more defining moments. Uh, and for me, as always, the first game is the most important.
0: Interesting there from Ten Hag when asked about Anthony. Not only did he say that he thinks Anthony will come good, but before he actually addressed the Anthony situation, he decided to drop something in there about bringing in Garnaccio and Mainu, trying to highlight something positive that he's done. It almost seemed like it was a prepared answer. Obviously, you could argue that that was the way that he was answering the Anthony question because he brought in Amari Forson instead of bringing in Anthony and... Maybe he feels he was being criticised for that, which he which he wasn't, because he has had success with bringing in young players. Anytime time uh, managers bring in young players, it is applauded. I can think of very rare instances where managers were, were criticised. Obviously, there's that initial reaction of, who's this player? What's it done? Because obviously, a lot of Manchester United fans are, are semi-casual. I admit that. Um, won't know who all the players are in the squad, and this really would have thrown some people off. But um, I don't think he was necessarily criticised for it, but he wanted to use this opportunity to um, to highlight some of the positives that he's, um, that he's achieved this year, which seemed like a prepared answer. And if you're preparing answers, if you don't get the questions that you want, then perhaps you really are a manager under significant pressure. At least that's my little takeaway from that. Um, before we move on to actually looking at the FA Cup trip to Nottingham Forest, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hfbets.com or use the the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So let's move on to the trip to Nottingham Forest, which is a must, must win game now for Manchester United off the back of that Premier League defeat at the weekend. It is a defeat that leaves us in sixth position. We are five points clear of Brighton in seventh, but we are now three points behind Tottenham who have a game in hand and we are, most importantly, eight points behind Aston Villa. After clawing it back to five points, we are now eight points behind. um, Fifth position at the moment doesn't get you a Champions League spot, Because the English clubs have messed it up a little bit in Europe. And we currently aren't in the top two leagues. So everything going wrong for Manchester United. And uh, that would be topped off by exiting the only competition that we have a chance of winning tonight. Which is the FA Cup. Man United come to Nottingham Forest as the 13-10 plus 130 favourites to win the game. It's 11-8 on the draw and it's 15-8 here on Nottingham Forest. The qualification odds for this tie see Manchester United as the favourites to qualify at seven to ten, with Nottingham Forest available at eleven to ten. So, really, really difficult game to call. Um, I don't know whether we are going to get a big Manchester United bounce back here, or whether that was just and whether that was just a blip. Or whether Manchester United are just unbackable now off the back of that last result. Um, United come here seeking revenge after a Premier League defeat at Nottingham Forest in December. And they've actually won all five of their away matches since that loss. Which is a massively surprising statistic. But it has happened. So give Man United all the criticism that they want. That was their first defeat of 2024 at the weekend. And... They have a 100% away record in 2024. Um, Forest should definitely contribute towards the scoring though. When you look at Man United's defending on Saturday, it was woeful. And this Forest team have netted in all seven of their home games since Nuno Espirito Santo arrived as the manager of Nottingham Forest. Also, both teams have scored in six of United's last seven matches. So, no clean sheet expected here for Man United. But Man United have been good away from home since the turn of the year. And um, they come into this one as a team who are capable of scoring. Despite the fact that they will be missing Rasmus Holland. There are goals in and around the team. Nottingham Forest aren't the most defensively solid unit. So I do believe Man United will be able to contribute to the scoring. But I don't see this team keeping a clean, keeping a clean sheet either. So... Um, Over two and a half goals and BTTS is really the most that I'm going to stick my neck out here. It was the selection that we went with at the weekend and it was a winning selection. Unfortunately, the winning goal came from Fulham. Hopefully the winning goal in this one will come from United. But I'm not willing to say if it will or it won't. Can't back this team at the moment. So we're simply going to go for BTTS and over two and a half goals. It was a winning selection at the weekend. And it was a winning selection last time these two teams played. With Manchester United losing 2-1 once again. So hopefully things turn but I'm not willing to put any money behind Manchester United qualifying. I'm not willing to tell you to do that either. So that's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC. Good luck with all of your bets, as always, guys. And thanks for listening.